And the funny thing is, like, I, okay, so if you know me, you know that I'm always late. Like, if I tell you I'm on, I'm on my way, you childish if you believe me. She not on her way. <laughs> Erica knows. But so I used to go to the morning service at church, like the early service. I always miss announcements, miss announcements. And I was actually trying to get there on time because I needed to go to, to the altar for prayer. I missed it. They wouldn't let me in while they was praying. <laughs> anyway, so while we, when we were leaving to do the benediction, the, per, the preacher said he was like, at the end, randomly, he was just like, today's the first day of our young adult Bible study, ages ni- um, like ages 19 to 39. So be sure to go. I wasn't going to go. I was, I was like, I'll go next week. This little old lady turns to me and she starts talking to me about it. She's like, are you going to go? You should go. I was like, that's God telling me to go. Mm-hmm. So I went, and then I had never, where it was, I had never been in that part of the building because it's new. Got lost. Somebody had to show me where it was. But it actually ended up being, like, really, really good. Found out we have a young adult ministry. We have, like, young adult Bible studies once a month. And that they do events and stuff together. And they're people my age. I was like, how did I not know? That's good. So I was really, really excited. They have it this Thursday, so I'm going to try to go. I get my hair done on Thursday. Um, but if I get out in time, I'm definitely going to. But I was, like, really lit about it. Like, I was excited. Because I just feel like I want, I feel like that's one piece of my life that I've been trying to work on is getting spiritually right and, like, learning in the Word. And sometimes it's hard for me to grasp that information. But it's nice to know that there is a space for me to learn and grow with like-minded people. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So I was really excited about that. You got to let us know how it goes next time. Next episode. I almost (laughs) missed it, girl. (laughs) But you made it. And God still had somebody there. He did. Hey, turn around and tell this girl that was late to um (laughs) She did. She was like, Baby, are you gonna go look shit? I was like, I don't know. She was like, Yeah, baby, you should go ahead and go. I said it. Granny didn't say that she go. She listened to the word. (laughs) So let's get into it. For dating and relationships today, we are talking about dun 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 Deal breakers. Dun dun dun. (laughs) So Shelby. Give me three deal breakers and why. So, is there a difference between deal breakers and being too picky? Or do you think it's important to have deal breakers? If so, why or why not? Okay, so just so everybody knows, let's define what a deal breaker is. Okay. What do you define a deal breaker as? Uh, I think it's different for everybody. But it's something that you absolutely, absolutely cannot compromise on. That's a really good definition. What do you think? Okay, so my top three. Let's think. Okay, so somebody... That is not truthful and lies. Like, what you lying for? It makes no sense. So that's one deal breaker. Um, Somebody that does not believe in God and does not have a relationship with God. You can't lead me if you ain't got God in your life. And then three. So there are a lot of things. But I would say, so somebody that's, that lies is a no-go for me. Somebody that doesn't have a relationship with God. And somebody that does not do what he says he's going to do. Yeah. Like, I need to be able to, I don't count and depend on a lot of people, but if you're my purpose mate, I feel like I should be able to depend on you. Like, yeah. if you're not doing what you say you're doing, how are you going to lead me? How am I going to trust you? How are we going to build a foundation to have a family, to have a business, to have all these different things? We're going to crumble and yep. be dirt instead of a foundation. That's some good deal breakers, girl. What about Those you? Those are things you cannot compromise. Me would definitely be, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, your personal relationship, that I would want you to, like, I'm not saying you got to be toting your Bible everywhere, but I would want you to really, like, have a relationship with God. Like, you've been through something that really, like, yeah. puts you close to him. So, that, and then number two is if you do not want a family. Oh, like, yeah. I can't compromise with you on that. I agree. Like, I want a little me or him running around. 
Yeah. Um, or number three would I I totally agree with what you said about not doing what you say you're gonna do. So for me that's like responsibility. If you are not a responsible person, yeah. Like I just can't I can't take care of you like that. Like you should be I should be able to you should be my partner, not yeah. me having to go behind you and make sure you've done what you said you were gonna do. Yeah. So those would be my top three. I Can mean I, I got add another can I add another? You said work? three. You wrote this question. <laughs> no, <I'll> go ahead. <laughs> but I will also say, like, a man that doesn't have a vision and, yeah. like, a purpose for his life. Like, and I, obviously, like, I can't dictate what his vision is, but I pray that that vision would include a family and children and traveling and building a legacy. Like, he can't lead you if he blind, too, and he ain't got nothing to lead you to. Exactly. You know what I mean? That, that's a word. Y'all gonna three by mice. <laughs> so, it's no. Um, but, yeah, I... So do you think, why do you think it's, like, important to have deal breakers? Um, to me, it's important because you should have standards. Of course. Because yeah. I feel like deal breakers and standards go hand in hand. If you don't, then that means you have low expectations and yeah. you're just going to settle for anything that you can get. Yeah. He could do the least of the least and that's good enough for you. Yeah. And I just feel like us as women, we are awesome. Like listen, we, we some bomb ass and shit. I always say this to you, Shelby. I'm like, I don't want none of my friends being with no bum ass dude. Like if he like he needs to be able to not only make you happy, I mean obviously that yeah. spectrum is different for everybody. Yeah, because happiness he, is a state of yeah, mind. Yeah, he could fly you to Paris, that'd make you happy, or somebody could be like, He could just take me to the movies, that make me happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's different for everybody. However, it's important to have these deal breakers so you will be able to stand in a way have those standards, be able to stand up for yourself and say, Hey, this is not cool with me. Yeah. Like we could I'm not saying leave that man if he's doing this. I'm saying it's something that you can work on. Yeah. And some maybe it can be something you work on. If it's not then it ain't but Yeah. It's just important to have that standard or yeah. else you're not gonna have no expect expectations. I agree. I feel like deal breakers hold you accountable for the life and the make that you want. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I have certain deal breakers because there's a certain life that I want to live and there's certain things that I want to accomplish in my life. Now, for instance, hypothetically, let's say, if I get with somebody that's lying, that's not doing what they say they're going to do and they're not, they don't have a relationship with God and different things like that, that's messing me up, that's messing my purpose up, that's messing my life up, you know what I mean? So I think deal breakers are very important to have in your life because they hold you accountable for the things that you want in your life and they hold you accountable for the type of person that you have. I've said it before and I'm going to say it till I get on your nerves. Like being with the wrong person can fuck your life up. It yeah. can really mess your life up. And I feel like lately, like just on social media, I've been seeing, I've just been seeing so many horrible things like with relationships like with domestic violence and abuse and people killing their mates and being scared and being belittled and all of those things and I think that sometimes some people get so excited just to have any type of man mm, say that but again. for me I've been single for a while and obviously you go in and out of being lonely you go in and out of wanting somebody but when I sit there and I think about it like and I've you know talked to people or dated or whatever and like some of those people have I've had to cut it off or stop talking to them because they had my deal breakers, and when I look back on it, like, I'm so happy that I did because they were not contributing anything to my life. I think anybody that wants to be in your life is going to fit your deal breakers. I think sometimes what people mess up is they get too picky. I think sometimes being too picky is just nitpicking stuff that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? 
or nitpicking on stuff that you don't even have. For yeah. instance, you want your man to have a six pack. Do you have a six pack? Yeah. You want your man to make six figures. Do you make six figures? Mm-hmm. You want your man to be fine and tell him, I'm not trying to be funny. Are you fine? <laughs> yes, I Without am. Without makeup? Yes. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a good point. I'm being serious, and I think sometimes you got to know the difference between being too picky and having a deal breaker. Deal, yeah. deal breaker are standards. Being too picky, I feel like sometimes when you're too picky, you end up with trash anyway. So You do. And, <laughs> like, my mom, she would be like, you play hard to get, you won't get got. <laughs> that's a good one. But that's true, though, because, like, I mean, you all, we always joke with each other about us being picky, but I don't think it's picky to where um, we don't. I think it's just more of we look at it deeper than just the surface level. Yeah. A lot of people just look at relationships, like you just said, they just want to be with somebody or just say that they have somebody to cuddle with or whatever. But for me, I look at it so deeper than that because I was in a relationship where I thought this was the person that I was going to marry and of course I had all my deal breakers I had all my standards but the reason why we broke up was never even on my radar and you know a lot of people were like well maybe we really thought y'all were meant to be and blah 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 and I'm like meant to be I still feel like we were meant to be for that time period that we were together because there was a lot that he learned about himself there was a lot that I learned about myself and there was a lot that I learned about the whole situation yeah. as a whole so I do feel like it was meant to be for that time in my life yeah. so now I do feel like in a way that relationship um the things that conspire has changed me for the better yeah and so I feel like I have different um perspectives on what relationship I want next because obviously I'm not gonna be putting up with liars and blah 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 yeah but it's like I look at it deeper than that like is this man gonna be my life partner that's actually gonna do life with me oh not just oh well we kicking it no we trying to build something together that's what i would want or either you know god forbid my parents are gone this is the man that is gonna be here for me you know can you really trust him to do that because like my parents like i trust them with everything can this man be that step up to the to that level you know what i'm saying when they are gone yeah, I that's agree. how deep I look at it. Not just oh, he fine. Let me get his number. We about to go to Wing Stop and get some wings and like no, like I look at it like my life purpose partner. I agree. So if you just gonna take anybody, then you can always get anybody. You, I mean, we don't have no problem getting shot at if you know what I mean. Shoot, <laughs> shoot, shooting people shooting they shot at us. Like we but, ain't just riding around getting to get shot. <laughs> no, but. <laughs> I said that so wrong. But y'all know what I'm talking about. But yeah. we don't have a problem getting approached. But yeah. it, we don't also don't take everybody that approaches us. What if we did? We would be... It would, Miserable. And you guys, re- you have to realize that every person you come in contact with in that way leaves a piece of you. Listen. Uh, takes a piece of you with them. It's like a soul tie. It's, like it is a soul person. tie. It is so serious in that way. This person is um, attracts your energy. Yeah. And then if you hang around this person, let's say this man really ain't all good for you yeah i don't care what you say you're gonna end up acting like him from being around him so much yeah. so that person can just affect your whole energy and you could be girl you changed why yeah. are you you used to be so happy you used to do this and that like and, you're right like your partner can really really affect you and i think of everybody that i've like when you look back like when i think of people that i've talked to or dated or been in a relationship with like you obviously when you have a mate you you spend a significant amount of time with them so you pick up their habits and different mm-hmm. ways of thinking and like you start to act like them you pick up the mannerisms and different things like that and sometimes i would look back and be like i don't even like myself like that like why would i act like that or why would i say stuff like that you know what i mean yeah and i think for me 
I'm just at a point in my life where I just don't really, I don't really have time to entertain people that ain't about nothing. Like, I have no problem, like, trying to get to know someone and then it not working out, but I just hate when you just waste my time to waste my time, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. You know what I mean? And I think for me, like, it bothers me when men approach me and they ain't about shit. Yes. Or they approach me and they think I'm the dude the fool, but they quickly find out I'm not the one, the two, or the three to fuck with <laughs> at all. Like, I'm just at a point. And, like, for me, like, now, like, anybody that I entertain or talk to to get to know different things, like, you, kind of like what you said, just piggybacking off, like, it's deeper to me than that. Like, I'm such an emotional person, and I give so much, and I put so much into people that I'm really, really, really cognizant of who I get my energy to and who I invest my time in. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that's tiring, that's emotional, and it's just kind of like, it's just kind of a lot. It takes a lot out of you. And it's easy for us to sit here and be like, you need to have standards. If you don't have this, then he doesn't have the, your deal breakers. Bye-bye. But let's say that man approaches you. Okay. He fine. Mm-hmm. He's saying all the right things. Of course he, he ain't is. putting up no red flags to you. Okay. And then you start giving all your emotions, and then things are going good for a couple months, and then you realize this is not at all what I wanted. I've had that happen. We all have had that happen, and it's like, what do you it do? takes, yeah, it takes something out of you, and it's so hard to let go of something yeah. not knowing what's ahead. I agree. And so you want to hold on to what that person is, knowing that's not everything that you want in that person. But guess what? It's never going to get better. There's always going to be that inkling in your gut that's going to be like, you know this ain't right. Yeah. yeah, he fine. Yeah, he got this. Yeah, he look good on paper. But you know that you know that you know um, that it's not right. Yeah, and I think we got to stop worrying about if he, he if he's good on paper and worry about if he's good in real life. Girl, I can preach on that for 40 days and 40 nights <laughs> because I just cannot stand when girls get so like, just, oh, my God, he drive a Benz. Yeah. Okay, cool. Girl, so short story. So I was talking to one, I wouldn't say homeboy, but somebody that I'm cool with or whatever that I that I know or whatever. And he had, I don't think I told you this, but he was, he, he was actually nice enough to block out the chick's name. But he, and he does well for, he does well for himself. So let me set it up. So he does well for himself. Very attractive guy. Working on some things, different things like that. Real cool dude or whatever. Um, but he was posting, um, just going back to the serverless thing, but he posted screenshots in his story and he was saying how, kind of what we were talking about the other day, like how women were coming at him just so disrespectful and just coming at him like, you know, I want to talk to you, I want to date you, I can be the best, I can do this, just like really derogatory things that like men usually say to women, like women were saying to him and he, he, he was actually nice enough to block him out because I wouldn't have blocked him out. That is so crazy. But, and I, so I replied and I was like, wow, that's like insane. And he was just kind of telling me how like women come at him and like ask him to do this stuff and offer this stuff and different things like that. And luckily he's actually like a really, really good guy. Like he's not into that type of stuff. Like he's just like a one chick dude, just want mm-hmm. the right girl, do anything for her. And I found that so interesting. And I was like, I wonder if he didn't, if he, I wonder if he wasn't attractive and he didn't have these things going for himself, would they be giving him that same energy? No. Not talking about just ready to bust it wide open and tell him bring no. it back. Like, But even if he wasn't attractive, but he still had all that, they would still be trying to bust it wide open because they want what he got or the status or the whatever he has. They want, they want it. Yeah. 
Then why do you think some of these rappers that are ugly as I don't know what Listen. get all these females? Listen. I'm not, judge, I'm not judging, but I'm judging. <laughs> You're not judging, but you judge. judging. I'm judging, but I'm... It's so crazy. My mom asked me, this is kind of off topic, but it's really not. But she asked me, she's like, okay, you and Shelby are like, you know, mid to late, mid, mid-20s, mid early 30s. Like, so where do y'all meet guys y'all's age? I was like, mom. I don't uh, know. Exactly. That's what I, I said. Ain't nobody yet. So she said, so what they be doing sitting at home playing PlayStation or on IG? Like, I don't know what, what do they do? And I said, you know what? I don't know if they're on PlayStation, but I literally don't see them out where I go. You know yeah. what I mean? And even when my mom and I, we travel together sometimes, we never see guys our age. Like, even when me and you go places, do we see them? Mm-mm. So where are they at? Not unless we're at the club or a bar, to be honest. Exactly. So where are they at? The club, playing PlayStation, <laughs> on IG. Like, what? <laughs> Seriously, I didn't know how to answer that question. I don't know, but I think we're li- we live in a day and age where people, like, slide in your DMs to talk to you now. Yes. And I think, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think you just got to be comfortable with it. And you got to, you got to go at your own pace. Like, I've had people, like, slide in my DMs. Some I answer, some I haven't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's just personal preference. But I don't know, girl. When you find out, can you let me know? I told my mom. Maybe like, I'll make an appearance. <laughs> mom, I literally don't know. But we've had people say, like, guys give the advice to, like, go places that you share an interest in. Like, if you're interested in music or R&B. Like, can't show me all this for the R&B concerts, but guess what? People booed up, so it's I'm like... About, for the last one, which the people was like, hockey booed up. Yes. I was like, I'm, I'm like, talking about they arm around, they man, ma'am. Nobody want Charlie. I was like, we're supposed to Valentine's Day in here? Like, I don't get it. It was supposed to Valentine's Day. But I was, te- I, I was surprised my mom asked that. I was like, I'm going to have to bring you on our podcast because I literally didn't know the answer to that question. You know, my cousin asked me that, too, because my cousin is one of my cousins, I'm really close to her. She's really concerned that I haven't, like, met anybody. And I've had some of my homeboys and just some friends in general be like, Shelby, like, you're really pretty, you're intelligent, you're smart, you have all these things going for yourself. Like, why? Having, like, are you meeting people? Are you dating people? And I'm like, I'm chilling. And they're like, how? But it's like, <laughs> there's like a meme, like, unless he gonna break into your house. Listen, <laughs> if he break it, I'm going off the balcony, so I ain't gonna see him. I'm jumping off the balcony. No, oh, Before I knock him out. Um, but, <laughs> no, it's it's so crazy because, like, when we travel places, like, you always say you want to be with someone that travels. Yeah, he has to be. If he doesn't well, travel, he has to want to travel. Yeah, it's like, will he want to travel? Because when we go somewhere, we'll be okay we don't, with me leaving his ass at home. We don't see them. When we go places, and we go places, it ain't or like we be we at the club them, every Friday. Or if we do see them, they don't like um, women of color. <laughs> that was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember, I forgot where we were. This is off topic. We went somewhere, and so we saw this black guy. Oh, he was really cute, but he just looked so surprised to see like black girls, mm-hmm. and he was with somebody that wasn't black. Which I don't care. I could care less if you date somebody of another ethnicity. It just bothers me. When you down black woman and black women and doing it, Listen, yes. but it was just funny because he didn't expect black women. He was like, he was just talking to us. I was like, you love Becky over there, girl. Me and my mom <laughs> went on a trip. We went on that's the Destination Naturals trip. Mm-hmm. Y'all gotta check out this Facebook group. They it's a group of black women that celebrate their natural hair and they travel. So one year they went to Jamaica. We was at this beautiful resort and we were at the pool. And we were all in our black swimsuits taking, like, you know, yeah. IG photos. And this black dude with his white woman who looked clearly older than him, he it was almost like he was hiding behind the floaties. <laughs> I was 
just like, we see you. But I guess he was so astonished by, like, all these beautiful black women in their black swimsuits. And he over here, like, hiding. Like, cause my mom was like, mm, he probably paid for him to come out here. I was like, mama, you was so wrong. Okay. But you probably right. Um, um, sometimes, you know, when life, you know, when life hits you, sometimes you be thinking about being a sugar baby. <laughs> life hit different when them bills start, when them bills start coming. When I saw him dip under that water like that, I said, bro, we see you. We see you. But it, it's crazy. Like, like, it. like why are you astonished you. that we, there's beautiful black women out here? Like, like, it's, like you said, I don't have a problem. If you want to date whoever you want to date, love is love. But don't, like you said, bash us. Or we're amazing. group all of us in one category. You can't group all of us in one category. I've gotten in heated debates with men about that. Like, yes. Luckily, my homeboys, they don't ever try it with me. But I've gotten in heated debates with other people, and I'm like, your mama is black. Your yes. granny is black. Exactly. Your sisters are black. Exactly. So how can you sit here and down a black woman? It's something. Just because, like, if you have a preference, that's fine. Like, I have a preference. I have a specific type that I like. You have a specific type mm-hmm. that you like. But I'm never going to down anybody else. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I think that's dumb. I feel like that's the insecurity within themselves. And probably little Keisha in second grade didn't want to play with him in the sandbox. Oh, so he decided <laughs> he decided that he was just going to go play with Sally. Well, little Keisha probably told him he was laying his way from <laughs> popping. So that's why he had to go to Sally. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> we just went way off topic. But anyway, yeah, y'all have y'all's deal breakers. Next. Um, <laughs> so we'll talk about the journey. Where we talk about something that we have learned during our journey on building our brand. So the question is, Shelby, what has been one of the most challenging things you have to do in regards to all things melanin and what has it taught you? Um, for me, I would think the one thing, one thing hard thing that's been for me is not losing myself in the brand and allowing it to consume me day in and day out. Um, especially when we first started, like that's all I did, that's all I talked about, that's all I wanted to do, and a lot of times that is what I want to do. But I've had to learn how to step back and take breaks, how to step back and focus on other things, excuse me, do other things, have other hobbies and relax. Um, I think it taught me a little bit about balance because at the end of the day, like we can't make our brand the best if we're not the best. And I can't be the best if I don't take a step back, you know, and refresh and all that stuff. Yeah, for me, the most challenging thing is to be, patient and know that it is something that is growing yeah and not you know you you see where you want your brand to be and the fact that it's not there doesn't mean you aren't progressing yeah and so for me I have to remind myself that like we're doing an awesome job and you are growing you are touching people because sometimes it can be discouraging if you have a vision and you just don't see it happening. Yeah. And you're putting in hella work. Yeah. You know? So I think the challenging thing is to just be patient and understand that, like, you're building something from the ground up. People were not made overnight. Brands were not made overnight. Even though it may look that way on social media or, you know, whatever you're looking at and you think, well, dang, how did they get you know, 2 million subscribers, you know, stuff like that. It takes time, and it takes consistency, and it takes patience. So I think for me, that would be the most challenging thing. Yeah. But I feel like even when we do get to 2 million subscribers, there's going to be something else that will challenge us or something else that we have to deal with. So, I mean, it's a learning process, and it's a progression that's always going to have those challenges. Yeah, I agree. So, anything else? Nope, I think we summed it up. That was that was nice. Um, <laughs> okay, so for the mentor moment, I'm gonna 
read a question that was asked and then we'll give our advice on it. Um, so the question is, why do we allow culture to define what's beautiful in or the newest hot thing? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. What's in, what's hot. Yeah. Um, I think this is a loaded, I feel like it's such a loaded question, but it's so simple. I feel like a lot of times we allow culture to define us or what's new and different things like that because it's what we were expected for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I have to be very, very careful of the things that I consume uh, on a day-to-day basis, but especially online and on social media. So one thing that I did is I deleted and removed everything that was hazardous, that made me insecure, that or that threatened my mental and emotional health or just wasn't good for me and different things like that. Um, but like I said, I think we allow it to define us and tell us what's hot and what's new is because a lot of people don't think for themselves and a lot of people don't have a backbone for themselves. Yeah. And a lot of people don't form their own opinions. I think we live in a day and age where people are so finicky and people base their opinions on the opinions of other people and they base their thoughts on what someone else thinks. I think it's totally fine to admire someone and to respect somebody's opinion. But I think it gets really dangerous when you lose your opinion and the way that you think. I think your opinion, your feedback, your thoughts, I think all of those are powerful things. And I think those set you set you apart. I feel like when you start to follow the crowd, you start to lose a bit of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for me, I think we a lot of people allow it to define them because a lot of people don't know who they are personally yeah. themselves. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are scared to have an opinion or scared not to fit in or to be liked and different things like that. Me, personally, I don't necessarily care about fitting in um, at all. I think the people that are going to love me are going to love me, and the people that are going to rock with me are going to rock with me, period. But I think it's important to always to have your own opinion, to have your own way of thinking, and to stick by that, and to do your own research when things pop off. I think so many times, a lot of the reason people allow culture to find them and they just go with the flow because they're lazy. Yeah. They don't want to research. Educate yourself. That's what I think. I feel like... <clears throat> Culture defines a lot of things, but it also feeds off of people's insecurities, mm-hmm. people's need for validation, mm-hmm. and people's need for gratification. Oh, yeah. Because why is it that you see the newest phone? Your phone is perfectly fine, but you see everybody else posting their pictures with their new phone, so yeah. all of a sudden you want this new phone. Why do you need to have it? Right. It's because you don't want to feel like you're missing out on something. Or that you don't have something that someone else has. Yeah. So it just, this is what media and advertising, all that, they play off of that. They oh, feed sure. off of people's emotions and off of their insecurities. And it's crazy how you you mentioned that you let go of a lot of pages that you follow that made you feel a certain way. And I don't think people realize how important that is because you don't realize what you see, hear, and everything like that. It in it impacts the way that you think. Even if you think you're a strong-minded person, but oh, if you sit sure. up here watching, even the news, I can't even watch it for too long because Me it's neither. so much negativity. Like, yes, I want to be informed on what's going on in the community or the world or whatever, but I don't want to see this 24-7 every day. every day because that will consume me that'll actually make me scared to even go anywhere because there's so much craziness going yeah, on in the world I but agree. you can't live scared so that's you're the right. kind of thing like 
whatever you see can affect how you perceive the world and how you perceive people. Like, if you see, you know, all these shootings and stuff, then you're going to start thinking that the type of people that were shot at or the type of people that were doing the shooting are the people that you're going to start thinking a certain way about them because of what you've seen. I agree. So what you see, what you listen to, what you watch, all of that impacts you and that's what our culture is like all this reality tv we think that oh we get on reality tv oh that's how you be famous oh that's how you make a bunch of money and it's ruining some of their lives honestly like a lot of these yes a lot of these um reality stars they're probably miserable honestly yeah but they out here in the forefront that's our culture now so people want to follow that yeah and i think you made a good point when you said that people just don't know who they are period yeah so that affects their decisions because they just go with the flow yeah. I'm not a go with the flow person. No, you're not. I'm like, <laughs> I, well, I am as terms in terms of like being laid back. But if it's in terms of making a decision, like I'm not just gonna do something because everybody else is doing it. You can. I'm gonna go with exactly what I think. Like if I say yes, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna do it. If I say no, I'm not doing it. Then there's nothing. You can't. <laughs> you can't do nothing to get me to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really scary because social media wasn't this prevalent. Like just a couple years ago you're right and now that younger kids have more access to it imagine everything that they see and they consume and like when you're 12 13 14 you don't know who you are you don't know like you're very insecure about puberty and all of that so when you're all on like instagram and stuff of course your parents should be monitoring that but come on like they got the newest phones they got the ipads like it's not being monitored like it should so how is that building their self-esteem? It's not. Like, kids, like, committing suicide and stuff from being bullied. Like, how do you even know how to kill yourself? How do you even know that's the thing? When you were 10 years old, did you know that that was something you could do? I don't recall me knowing that that was something I could actually do as a kid. First of all, my parents monitored. My mom monitored everything. Yes. I did. I'm yes. talking about going through purses. I'm talking about going through equipment. I'm talking about bars on my window. She had that bitch locked down. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, anything that was going on in life, my mama knew. It's, it's very, like, it makes me, like, just sad for children that go through, like, bullying and stuff, and then... I feel like bullying is so much more prevalent, and especially, like, cyberbullying, and they don't yes, really have laws bullying. around it. No. And, like, I've been seeing, all, like you said, like, I've been seeing all these kids, like, killing themselves or attempting suicide, and it breaks my yes. heart, like, for another child or human being to bully another person. And I'm gonna let y'all in on some. All the people that was popping in school, in high school, in junior high, they ain't popping now. No. I'm gonna let you know that right Right now. <laughs> now. Like a lot of people that I went to school with that was popping in high school, mm-hmm. those were the glory years. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, it just makes me so sad. And I just think, yeah. I feel like where you really get life experiences if is after the high school years. Like high school, like people get so caught up in like promposals. And we didn't even have promposals. I was like, what is a promposal? Like, this is better than some people's engagement uh, proposals. really like serious. <laughs> like my niece, when she went to prom three years ago, her little dude, um, did a prom? I'm like, that's cute. But both years I was in high school, my boyfriend pissed me off, so I went without him. Mm-mm. I went by myself too, cause I broke up with him. Like I wouldn't care. I had two different boyfriends, but it was fine. You know what? They both. That's another podcast. <laughs> another day. <laughs> so. But yeah, y'all, like culture, it's just. I think, long story short, I think you have to be very cognizant of the things that you consume and that you allow yourself to consume. And I think that you have to be okay with making your own decisions and your own stances on things and realizing that if somebody does not agree with you that's perfectly okay i'm perfect i would rather somebody believe in what they believe in and be respectful about it than a follower 
yes. or me too type of person. Yes. I don't think there's anything wrong with having your own opinion or having different opinions. That's what this country was supposed to be founded on. Mm-hmm. People want to fit in so bad, so. Listen, I don't have time. I mean. Okay. Well, we'll leave y'all with words of encouragement on that note. <laughs> so. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so the Bible verse is Matthew eleven, twenty-eight through thirty. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest in your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yes, God. For me, this Bible verse is really just saying, like, come to God and like all your burdens at His feet. It don't matter. It don't matter what you've done. Like I don't. I think sometimes we sit here and think that, oh God, I've messed up, or oh God, I've strayed too far, or oh God, won't listen to me, or I've been too much. Like it doesn't matter. Like Jesus literally died mm-hmm. on the cross and did the most horrific thing that a human being could endure, so that you can go back to God. Mm-hmm. So I just really encourage you that whatever you're struggling with in your life right now, or is on your mind. Or you're contemplating, like just lay it all to God's feet, like give Him your heart, give Him your soul, and be really honest about how you're feeling. And I think sometimes we get we get so discouraged because we try to we try to carry burdens that were never meant for us to carry. Yeah, we carry burdens that we are supposed to lay at God's feet for Him to take care of. Yeah, and I think for me, this Bible verse is just saying, bring it, bag it. It don't matter what it is. It don't matter how bad it is. It don't matter how many times you messed up. It don't matter what you did, what you said, who you said it to, what point you at your at your life. Just give it all to God and just watch Him change you and watch Him make it better. You will literally feel so much lighter when you let all that go. Oh, for sure. So, you want to pray for us? Pastor? I guess I'll go ahead and pray for us out, Pastor. <laughs> Come on, Pastor, show me. <laughs> Um, so before we close out, definitely if you have not checked out our website, check it out, www.allthingsmillion.org. Be sure to subscribe, follow us on social media, all of our social media handles on there. If you have a question that you want us to su- submit <laughs> for the mental moment, slide in our DMs, yes. um, text us, whatever. Um, if you want to remain an- anonymous, we will definitely respect that. Or if you want us to shout us out, we will. Love- shout you out, we will. I love shouting y'all out. For sure. <laughs> okay, so by your head, close your eyes, get with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we come to you as almost in your heart, thanking you for each and every person that has assembled to listen to this podcast. Whatever they are worried about, whatever they are stressed about, whatever they are dealing with, we pray that you would give them the power to know that they are enough and that they are going to get through it. We pray that you would give them discernment to have the right people in their life. We pray that you would give them the power to just keep trekking day to day. And we pray that you would begin to manifest a lot of the things that they have been praying for. We pray, Lord Jesus, that they would have a good day and a good remainder of the week. And we pray that they know that they are loved that they are treasured, and that they are enough. In your name we pray, amen. Amen.